Hello, thank you for tuning in to Extra Healthy-ish. This is the Big Sister Podcast to Healthy-ish and both podcasts are brought to you by Body and Soul and I am the host, Felicity Harley. Now, Jackie Lewis joins us today. She is a meditation teacher, founder of The Broad Pace and author of The 14-Day Mind Cleanse. Now, she's here to help you clear that mental clutter. Yes, she's going to talk about why her concept of a mind cleanse, a 14-day mind cleanse, can help you just see through all that, dare I say, shit. (laughs) Anyway, she's going to go deeper into the practices involved. And hey, it's a perfect way to kickstart this new month. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on Extra Healthy-ish. Now, how do you stay Extra Healthy-ish in your life? I stay extra healthiest through meditation every day. I'm very disciplined with it now. Wouldn't say that that was my journey in the beginning. I also now, I don't love exercise by nature. You know, there's people that are like, oh, I just live for it. Um, But I, I make sure I exercise at least five days a week. And I read really beautiful things that inspire and nourish me. And then they're probably the primary three things. There's a long list. I, I really... You know, I'm nearly 42 and I'm, I'm really, tr- I'm, my own joy and happiness and my own mental and physical health is such a priority for me now. So you've learned to put it first rather than last. Have. Have. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> Actually, just on the meditation, how often do you meditate? I mean, you're an expert in this area. What's, what's your kind of go-to hours? Um, my go-to is 20 to 30 minutes twice a day, which if you told me that when I first started, I would have laughed in your face that that was even achievable or possible. Um, and sometimes I'm doing once a day. Um, but for most of our students that I'm working with, they're working, meditating between 10 and 20 minutes once or twice a day. Okay. Ten, 10 minutes sounds doable. I like that. <laughs> 10 minutes is definitely doable. Yeah. And that's the, that's the um, meditation that we teach in the Mind Cleanse book. So it's called a Mind Cleanse Meditation. It's 10 minutes. It's with a mantra. So it's much more approachable than listening to something or trying to concentrate your way out of thoughts. And it's, it's really doable. Now, before we get onto your book, you work closely with, you know, corporate people, with stressed, overwhelmed women and men. What's your take on the collective stress levels right now? Where are we at now where we can say we're coming out of the pandemic, can't we? Yes, emerging from the pandemic. We're crawling our way out of the pandemic and I... My experience, so we work with students globally and we work with students from all walks of life. And it's, I'm, I wish I could sound more hopeful, but at the moment it feels pretty grim. I think everyone's feeling, and I mean this from a really empathetic standpoint, whereby I think the more we can go, oh, I'm not alone in necessarily feeling overwhelmed and anxious right now and not being able to script, you know, my future. And if we can sort of get shoulder to shoulder on that, I think we'll all cope a little bit better. You know, there's this... <laughs> Toxic positivity is so overdone in social media and particularly in self-development and spirituality. Everyone's like, you know, it's just a, just, you know, see things on the bright side. And it's not, a, it's not also necessarily helpful. Um, I think sometimes a little dose of realism and um, an alignment with how we're really feeling means that we can then say, maybe I need a bit of help actually. Maybe I do need some tools and a little bit of guidance to help me shift my mindset and, and get back to where I would like to be. Actually, I like your point of scripting the future. I think particularly post-pandemic, as you say, crawling another p- pandemic, a lot, of we're, we're, a lot of people are struggling with this, are struggling with going, okay, what's my next career step? When am I going to have kids? Am I going to be able to go overseas again? And it's, it, it just causes a little bit of anxiety or a lot of anxiety for some people, doesn't it? Very much so. And it's something I call future 
future projecting um, and I have to watch myself because I'm very good at it, which is basically like scripting the future. Like, and then this will happen and then that will happen and then I'll feel this and then da, da, da. And, and then with the pandemic, you know, all of those plans were wiped, wiped off the table. So, and we don't know what to do now. It doesn't feel as like we're on solid ground. I mean, we never really were, but it was the illusion of solid ground that helped get us through. And so we need a new way of being in the world, a new reframe. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, because we had stability for so many years and that's what we got used to, but now perhaps the future is the instability that many of our grandparents and the heritage had hundreds of years ago. Anyway, let's talk about stress. How does the brain and the body respond to stress? In the most interesting of ways. So the mind, a lot of the time it's called the mind and body connection, but I'd love people to just see it as one thing, one pulsing organism. And everything that's happening in the mind is affecting the body. And likewise with the body, what's happening is it's affecting the mind. And what stress primarily does, and, and, you know, that's a broad sweeping term, but it's the easiest one for us to use because it usually involves little triggers or little moments, you know, where we feel overwhelmed. But essentially we're over producing cortisol and adrenaline and I would really if people can really click into this the fight flight response was meant to be that it was a protective system right so we would go and I'm sure people have heard this you know you're in the jungle a tiger tries to you know attack you and you either attack it back or you run more likely run (laughs) exactly good luck attacking it back (laughs) but you know there was this big surge of adrenaline and cortisol and then you were moving your body right and now what happens is we're having the same, the amygdala is still in the brain. We're having the same fight flight responses, but we are still. And what we noticed in the pandemic, and this is the thing that I'm always trying to educate people on. If you sort of feel like something technically wrong and I don't feel great, we haven't had, for two years there, we didn't really, we weren't out and about in the world and exercising as much as we were. We were very stuck physically and stuck emotionally. And that has a compounding impact. So I think once we can get really clear on, oh, okay. So, you know, the, the mind body, we've got to take care of the mind and we have to take care of the body, but treat them as one, one unit. They're, they're informing each other. Okay. So your remedy is a mind cleanse. For those who didn't listen to Healthyish, can you tell us what this is all about and what are the benefits? Absolutely. The 14 day mind cleanse is a 14 day, <laughs> 14 day mind <laughs> cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> a 14 day program. But really what it is, is seven simple days of implementing a new tool every day. And then you rinse and repeat them for another seven days, because that really gets, you know, you, you got to get your boots on the ground with the tools and really get to know them. And there's a lot of great journaling prompts and things that you can work through so that you can understand yourself better. And then at the end of the 14 days, what you have is more clarity around who you are and what you're doing in your life that serves you and what you might be doing that doesn't necessarily serve you. I mean, the aha moments for readers have just been profound. They just keep saying, I just had aha moment after insight after aha moment of like, what am I doing? Oh, we love those. (laughs) Thanks, Oprah. They, yeah, they just feel so good, right, when you when you have that moment. And that, that can help us inform what we do moving forward. So essentially the book basically gives you this reset so that you can get the clarity and then you have more guidance, more clarity on what to do moving forward. How do we know if we need one? I mean, there are probably some listeners thinking, oh, my gosh, I need one of those, and others like, am I stressed? Do I just do it anyway? You know, how do we know? Yeah, so it's not – if you feel – 
invigorated, inspired, um, really motivated, like all, like every facet of your life is really doing really, really well. And you feel like you've got all the bases covered, probably not the book for you. Um, if you feel, however, um, even a tiny bit stagnant or stuck or like you want to languishing, yeah, languishing or you are like a yearning, you know, when you kind of think, is this it? Yeah. Is this me? Is this it? Um, Then I would really recommend the book because it'll give you, even if you just get one powerful tool out of that process that you can then move forward with like meditation or banishing busy or the mashing or, uh, you know, there's so many great tools in there. It'll help give you the strength to get stronger. And I feel like most of the time we need a little nudge. And that's in my experience and our students' experiences. A lot of the time, everyone's always saying, what do I do to get motivated? I'm like, no, no, you get motivated by doing it. It's like, how do I get fit? You have to exercise, you know? So um, motivation doesn't strike us. It's because we're already doing it that then we are motivated to continue, not the other way around. We'll be back after this short break with more from Jackie. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Let's talk about some of the key practices that you've included in the mind cleanse. Tell us, well, perhaps is it the most important, the meditation? Tell us about, because it's quite specific, the one that you have in the book. Tell us about it. Yeah, so mind fit, um, uh, mind cleanse meditation is basically about getting mind fit. So it's essentially using a mantra, which is a sound, in order to help. Think of it like an anchor in a choppy sea. And it was a meditation practice that was always designed for people like us that had a lot on their plates, right? So it's not a guided meditation and it's not a concentration technique where you're trying to, I feel, I mean, my heart breaks for everyone that's tried to like, I tried to meditate and I tried to sit down and clear my mind of thoughts and then we're plagued by the chaos. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, and then when oh, I guess I can't meditate, so meditation is not for me. But it's just really, yeah, might not have tried the right technique. So the other reason I included an actual practice in the book is because I just got so sick of reading books on meditation that didn't actually, they just kept going on about how great meditation was and not actually teaching it. So I really wanted to include a practice because there's no use hearing all the time about how great something is and then not doing it. So the first step in the book is to actually meditate every day. The other one, if I can share, is that's been the, the one that really seems to ignite in people is the mashing, which is essentially shining a light on modern day multitasking. And it's where we usually, it's usually involving some form of tech, but we're not doing one thing. We're doing five things simultaneously. We get to the end of the day, we feel totally exhausted. So there's a whole chapter around, you know, cause everyone's like, be mindful. I mean, whole industries have spawned off this, you know, mindful coloring books and, but being present is easier than you think if you have the right tools to do it. So that's another big How does one. mashing, which a great term, by the way, how does this deplete our mental energy? Oh, so many ways. But the pro- prominent one is that we have 100% of our attention only. And if I had 100 mils of water and I was pouring 20 mils here and 10 mils there and 30 mils here and da, da, da. So there was being, you know, there was only, that's what we're doing with our attention. So we might be speaking to our kids, but we're also checking emails and then we're sending texts in between and what's happening to someone overseas and the radio is playing. And, you know, nothing's really getting our attention. Um, 
I used to do it when my daughter was small. I was at work. I felt like I should be with her. If I was her with her, I felt like I should be at work. So I just try to do them all together. And what happens is our mind becomes increasingly fractured and we become increasingly tired. Don't forget the body's trying to keep up. It's looking at all the different areas and trying to work out where we place everything. So that feeling at the end of the day where you just think, oh my gosh, you know, and it's usually because we haven't really been present to what's been happening. We're, we're just not there. We're here, there and everywhere. So I'm not suggesting, by the way, that we spend 100% of our attention on 100% of the things. I suggest just starting with little things during the day and learning how to be mindful and present for certain tasks. And then you find once you've got a few rungs on the ladder, it flows. How do you make sure you're not mashing? Do you mash? How do you mash or mashing? What's the, what's the? I, I mean, I'm mashing. I, I'm still, here. after teaching this for such a long time, I still catch myself. I mean, these phones, they're so addictive. Oh, like, yeah. Tell me about they're, it. I call, them the, I call them the little casinos. They're like, ding, 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 ding. You know, they're just like always trying to flash lights at us to get us in there. And a lot of the work I do is on tech, you know, so it's, it's challenging to stay focused on one thing. And for me, it's a constant work in progress. What about the power hour? Tell us about this. Mm, okay. So essentially, if we look at our devices, any blue screen in the hour before we go to bed, it depletes the quality of our sleep between 30 and 35%. Now, this for me was a big stat because I try to get a lot of quality sleep because I know all the, all the benefits that sleep give us. I just had no idea that by just checking, you know, uh, you know, I'll just take a check. Yeah, I'll just, just check like, Instagram. Text my friend back, you know, that kind of thing was eroding the quality of my sleep. So power down hour is where we have no tech in the hour before bed. And people are gobsmacked at how, you know, they're like, what did I, I hang on, I existed before technology. So like, what am I doing? Like my whole day from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed is usually involved with looking at the little screen, the middle screen or the big screen and just trying to navigate that has been, you know, is the awareness around how much we're engaging is really helpful and we need more sleep. More sleep helps eliminate stress. It gives us, makes us feel better, gives us more clarity and so forth. So it's like a, it's a domino effect. What about the joy ride? I mean, you talked a bit about this in healthy-ish. Tell us a bit more about why we all need to go on a joy ride. Oh, the joy ride for me is one of the simplest. It's free it's easy to do, you know, and it has a profound impact. I mean, I love when I work with students and they're like, this is ridiculous how be- how much better I feel by really taking the time to carve out the things that bring me joy. And I want to also be really clear with this one. Um, it's little things that bring me joy. So a lot of the time, the conversation that's going on in our heads, the narrative is, I don't have time for that. And, you know, I don't have time to make a beautiful cup of coffee and drink it in my garden. So instead I'm lining up at the coffee shop, looking on Instagram, smashing my coffee while I walk to work. Um, or it's, I don't have time to just, you know, take the dog for a walk and watch the swim on the beach. So I'm listening to a podcast and checking Twitter. And, you know, it's basically joyriding is just doing the one thing that you love without letting anything else come in <laughs> and just being, and most of the time they're like five, six minutes, you know, they're not, I found the joyrides are remarkably short but the happy hormone boost and the feeling of, of, of like, you know, really owning the day for yourself is so beautiful. It has this long-term buzz that lasts the whole day. What's something that you do to, that brings you joy? My, one of my joy rides is um, my, my husband and I, so we live on an acre and we recently got a coffee machine uh, at home because we would always go out for coffee. And we just realized how lovely it is to actually just sit and have coffee at home, just the two of us and really 
connect and chat. I mean, we're talking 10 minutes at the most, but you know, in the coffee shop, we're always talking to other people or doing this or that, or checking, chatting to the barista. And this is like, it's just become this really precious moment. And we don't feel the same if we don't do it. So we really try to honor it. Um, another one of mine is I love having baths, you know, and I'm always, again, it's oh, a time thing. Uh, just a quick shower, whereas the bath is so much more special. I like that. Now, just finally, you um, talk a bit about the importance of journaling in your mind cleanse. Tell us about this. So journaling has been shown to have this really profound effect because most of the day we're typing, left brain, very you know linear. And journaling is where we pause and we take a moment and we're writing ideally. And because we're writing, it's unlocking the right hemisphere of the brain, which is the more creative lateral you know, it has more retrospective kind of benefits to it. And the journaling helps us get clarity, even more clarity on what we're doing, why we're doing it, what's going on for us. And I give a lot of prompts so that people can actually, because, you know, it's a bit bewildering, like, you know, sit there and journal. Everyone's like, we're journaling about what? (laughs) Where do I start? Yeah, that's a dear diary, you know, and this is like, it's something more um, investigative for ourselves. So it's the process of actually just following the prompts and writing down. And the, again, those aha moments really come to us when we take that pause and, and undertake that process. Jackie, it was lovely chatting to you today. And yes, all these are in the 14 day mind cleanse. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. If you want any more info on any of these practices Jackie talked about, they all form part of the 14-Day Mind Cleanse. And Jackie's book, Outlining It All, is out now. If you want more from us, remember Extra Healthy-ish, this podcast, we drop a new app every morning, Monday to Thursday. You can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au has all the info, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook for daily inspiration. Thank you for listening in to this chat with Jackie. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or to this particular episode. You can comment on that as well. And until tomorrow, stay extra healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.